0: We are back with a new special episode of Lux Insider with me, your host, Anita Khatri. If you heard my last episode, I mentioned that I was in an international city. Any guesses? When one thinks of this city, we think of shopping, gold, luxury and indulgence. You guessed it right. It is Dubai. Finally, I was here Experiencing my first in-person watch exhibition in two years, Dubai Watch Week 2021. I do not know if you are driving, working or just going about your daily errands. Stay with me while I share my travel story and tell you what this event is all about. I was eagerly looking forward to my trip to Dubai. Excitement and optimism engulfed as I began packing and preparing for the trip. But here's a reality check. Travelling to Dubai was cumbersome. I have travelled for years on professional trips. But least to say, this time was not a pleasant experience. Each country has their own travelling norms that every international traveller must adhere to. These may not always be uniform for all international travellers and varies depending on the departure city. For Indians travelling into Dubai, be prepared to take your RTPCR test thrice within 48 hours. Ridiculous, isn't it? But all the stress and effort was worth it for the big event ahead of me. Upon reaching Dubai's International Financial Centre, The venue for the Dubai Watch Week, seeing familiar faces, the excitement in meeting people in person, ensured the fatigue and unpleasantness was soon forgotten. To the burning question, what is Dubai Watch Week? It is an initiative created by Ahmed Siddiqui & Sons, the largest watch retailer of UAE, to provide an educational, platform to the existing and new customers to share knowledge, network and celebrate watchmaking. The first exhibition was launched in 2015. This fifth edition of the exhibition began on the 24th November until 28th of November. I had the opportunity to catch up with the Director General of Dubai Watch Week and the Chief Communication Officer of Siddiqui Holdings. Ms. Hind Siddiqui at the event. With the uncertainty looming all through 2020 and 21, most watch exhibitions have been held digitally. I asked him how they felt about having a physical format of Dubai Watch Week 21.
1: Uh, Although we were on the calendar, we still had doubts, you know, while we were planning because we planned for the event a year in advance. And last year it was still in the dark, so we didn't know what's going to happen. But however, we knew that Expo 2020 is going to take place in Dubai. So we said, okay, as long as Expo is taking place, then there is hope. It means Dubai Watch Week also can take place physically in the city of Dubai. And we're very lucky to be in Dubai and have visionary leaders who understood that it's important to loosen up and open, you know, open the market, open the economy again and let people live with the restrictions, with social distancing, with, you know, wearing masks. But we were out and about and living faster than any other country around the world, which was hopeful. So we, we continue to plan uh, the event and we're very blessed and lucky that it's taking place at the moment. Hind also shared with me what was new in this edition of the Dubai Watch Week. First of all, the newest thing we have on ground is the uh, collector's lounge and the entertainment area. So it's something that we created because that we had feedback from the collectors that they wanted a space where they can sit and talk about watches, you know, in an intimate environment, not too formal, you know, nothing like the panels, just them between themselves. And that's how we created the um, Collectors Lounge. And in it, we are also displaying the 50 years anniversary collection that Ahmed Siddiqui Khan has created in celebrations of the uh, UAE Jubilee. And... Um, and the entertainment uh, podium is also something very new. It, but it's, it was important because everyone was working so hard, you know, throughout the day and they wanted to have fun. And some parties were very private and they were not allowing a lot of people to go in. So we created this so that our visitors also can, you know, unwind and sit and enjoy their time. And it's been very successful. Another thing that's new is that we have three more brands outside the big brand exhibition, which are Tudor, Chopard um, uh, and Hublot. Um, yes. Of course, uh, Edmar Pigay is with us as well, but they're on the two uh, islands that we've already had before outside. So that's something new that we have on site as well. And we have additional FNB concepts. Um, one, one additional FNB concept from last year, which is also a crowd, you know, attracting uh, element of the event.
0: When Hind and I sat down to speak, we were at day three of the exhibition. I asked Hind about the
1: response to Dubai Watch Week this year as compared to past years. We had a very um, optimistic number of visitors that we thought would come through the doors. But usually the first day, we always know it's slow. But the first day was 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 very successful. We We broke the record. So I think we will, if at the pace we're going, we will exceed 15,000 visitors compared to 2019 where we had nine only. The local market is very strong. They they have been waiting for the event to come back again. So, and it's it's something that was always on our agenda. We wanted Dubai Watch Week to become a city event, you know, where the people of the city will enjoy it as well. And and we're seeing that it's 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 been successful. We have a lot of youth. We have a lot of um, uh, residents. We have a lot of Emiratis walking around. So, it's really had become successful. I just came from the Christie's Kids Auction. If you go in there, it's crazy. All the kids are there and they're bidding on, on toys and things like that. And we have the same session happening tomorrow. So during the weekend, we create kids programs as well so that families can come, you know, put their kids in the Christie's auction and then they can also enjoy going around the exhibition.
0: Now, Indians love Dubai. So I had to ask him if they had anything special
1: planned for Indian watch collectors. We haven't heavily promoted the event um, uh, to to it to the Indian market yet. We wanted to, but because of the travel restrictions and all of these things, we did not go in into that direction this year. But today, there is no um, you know demographic where you say, okay, what are you going to do for the Indian clients versus what are you going to do for the Chinese clients versus what are you going to do for the GCC clients? Because they all have one thing in common, and they and that's they're they're all watch geeks. They all love watches, so. We talk to them in the language of watch collectors and that should attract anyone with from any nationality that wants to come and enjoy, um, you know, learning and, and sharing knowledge and uh, experiencing meeting and networking people who love um, the watch industry. Moving on, the exhibition
0: showcased timepieces from 40 and more global luxury brands, I was running from one booth to the other, hoping not to miss my scheduled forums and meetings. Safe to say, this event is one of the smaller exhibitions in size when compared to other exhibitions, but happens to be one of the rich and engaging exhibitions in terms of content. Here's why. As Hin Siddiqui mentioned, the exhibition was full of forums, masterclasses, educational exhibitions and more there was a forum on art and watches another one on why do majority want to buy Patek philip visitors could experience and see how a strap of a watch is being made in the main exhibition hall dubai watch week had an expansive display showcasing the history of rolex watches in the brand's booth similarly odma piguet tudor And show part, each of these brand booths displayed some of their latest pieces while welcoming their new and existing customers. I was particularly looking forward to attending another interesting forum on the art of collecting watches. The forum was enlightening. What I took back particularly from this forum was investing in watches have now become commercialized. And this shouldn't be the case. The purpose of watch collection is driven by exclusivity and emotion one attributes with the timepiece. Today, we have many independent watchmakers that are presenting us with a variety of exclusive timepieces. Unfortunately, increasingly, collectors are chasing those pieces which are already popular and are chased by all. The session reiterates. What I shared in my last episode, one must buy a watch to enjoy wearing the timepiece. Imagine if you buy a watch which you do not like wearing at all. It just doesn't work. I was fortunate to catch up with Mr. Raymond Loretain, President of Grand Prix The Ologerie, The Geneve, aka The Oscars of the Watch Industry, and was able to ask him why GPHG chose to exhibit the 18 winners at Dubai Watch Week. Please listen to what he has to say.
2: We have a long tradition, a relationship first with the family and uh, we think that this exhibition is uh, an excellent platform um, to not only to exhibit, but also to exchange views, to discuss, to question, Uh, You see there are a lot of forums, there are a lot of uh, debate, there are a lot of panel discussion. And uh, we want to be part of it, first of all, to present a little bit our vision. And secondly, to get feedback also on uh, what we are doing on the Grand Prix, the the way it it, uh, impacts the... The audience, the, the it, it impacts the decision-making process of the different brands and so on and so forth. So it's a very important exchange place.
0: Being part of the GPHG Academy, I was looking forward to seeing the timepieces in person and was fortunate to experience this year's winning timepieces. With that, dear listeners, moving on to the product launches at the event. Now... No exhibition is complete without a discussion about some of the fantastic timepieces. Take for instance, the big crown pointer date caliber 403 in 38mm with a 10-year warranty by Oris. Independent watch brand Genus showcased the Genus Dragon whose time display mechanism is extremely complicated and this indeed intrigued me. Enatic Passage the Drake by Chepek was a simple delight in steel. Good news is that the brand will be available in India soon. And here's what Xavier the Rock Marail had to share with us.
3: We are much more driven by people. And we had this connection and then we felt this is a beautiful country. It's a very unique market. It's it's a market that is like a planet on its own. So. If we are with the right people, there is no reason it would not work. So we decided to, to jump in and uh, and to start a, a relationship and a partnership with ETHOS Watches.
4: So, um, the flying team um, we unveiled in 2019. Uh, my mom had passed away. My second daughter had been born. So it's always three women in my life and I have no other family. So, um, it was a labor of love, it was very complicated for me because I have always been creating an MBLF for myself. And creating for somebody else, and uh, no, moreover, on for s- the women you love is very complicated. And I finally decided to incorporate what I love in the women of my life, instead of trying to do something that they would like. Okay. So it's a 3D kinetic art piece, like we always do. Uh, it's under, under the dome, you have life. That's, that made a lot of sense for me. My, uh, my elder daughter, when she was four, always wanted to be a uh, ballerina. So she was always twirling around in a pink tutu uh, in, the, in the sitting room. And um, so that's basically what you see here, is a ballerina on the scene, turning around in 60 seconds. It's this incredible vertical power, uh, vert- vertical tourbillon. At the back, you've got this beautiful sun, which is actually the rotor, which winds it up. And that's because those three women are my son. I gravitate around them. And then, why did I put the dial here at, a, at, at 7 o'clock? Because it was, I was going to, actually, my wife discovered the watch at the opening of it. She didn't even know that. I invited her, and I told the story, and she was like, what? And I said... Love this
0: She's is my proud of you or not? I think she is. I'm sure she, I think she is. Be. We all are proud of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that was Max Milyabusa from the watchmaker MBNF, an independent watch brand manufacturing only 215 pieces a year. I sat down to speak to him about the flying T Allegra, which has been created through an interesting collaboration between MBNF and Bulgari. Flying T stands for a flying tourbillon. Let me try to explain this complication as simply as possible. A tourbillon helps give accurate time by negating the gravitational effect on the watch mechanism. A flying tourbillon has an unobstructed view without a bridge to aesthetically make the watch look beautiful. I love listening to how he used his personal experience and story into making this one-of-a-kind watch. Maximilian also mentioned that this timepiece is his expression of saying I love you to the women in his life. Later in the conversation, I also heard from Fabrizio Buonamassa Stigliani of Bulgari who shared with us the making of this unique piece in spite of the existing challenges of the pandemic.
3: The idea was, uh, the aim was to find something that makes sense uh, for MBNF and makes sense for Bulgari. Mm. And there is any prevarication, The idea was to make something together. We never discuss about the, the how is big the logo, which we logo is gonna be first. The idea was just to find the way to put these two brands and these two world together. So Max is very well known for this three-dimensional kinetic uh, piece of art. We are very well known for as one of the most iconic jewel, maker jewel that makers that makes even very very ultra thin time pieces. Mm-hmm. This is our most uh, uh, everybody knows this kind of uh, elements but on the other hand uh, we never have enough room inside the watch to play with our stones you can make amazing uh, pavé dial with the snow pavé you can make a lot of uh, pavé with the bigger stones or smaller stones but at the end when i've seen and this was not planned uh, to make something together we start to have many many different ideas i start to study from from uh, from the, 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 like a school the, the website from Max and I said it's amazing quantity of different movement and you can play with it in a certain moment uh, I, I've seen the, the flying key and my first sketch about the, the, the watch it was uh, just that one in 2019 to try to find a way to play around this, this the movement. movement so yeah. Fabrizio,
4: sketched the exact movement yeah. we did
3: And then you worked around it. I say this is an amazing movement with this small dial, with this vertical tourbillon, with this sun on the the rotor. And uh, on top of that, Max has this uh, amazing dome. Yeah. So for us, it was like a diorama. For us, it was uh, uh, Max loved the UFO and the spaceships. The watch is perfectly almost round. I say, now we're going to make a jewelry spaceship. Because it must be a jewelry UFO that stands out on your wrist. So when you put on your wrist, from the top view, you have just to see the round shaped bezel with the two crowns and the dome. And the idea was that it's like you know, the cake, you want to touch it.
0: I heard Maximilian and Fabrizio talk passionately about the collection. Maximilian termed the collaboration with Bulgari as the most seamless collaboration he has had. All designing took place over Zoom calls with the teams coordinating from different corners of the world. All in all, it took one and a half years for the timepiece to come to life while we are in pandemic. By the way, all 40 pieces manufactured have been sold out. Two more brands that I wish to introduce are The Bethune and Aramedis. First, The Bethune. This brand produces only 200 pieces annually. One of the pieces that was interesting was the DB25 perpetual calendar in green dial with 44 mm width in a titanium case. It tells us the month, date, and day, along with the leap year indications and a moon phase. Its average price is 120,000 Swiss franc, which is approximately rupees one crore plus taxes. For many of my listeners who have not yet heard of the let's hear straight from the CEO, Pierre Jacques, to understand what this brand is all about.
5: So the is um, in few words, is watchmaking art in 21st century. It means the is exactly the crossroad um, between tradition and innovation. So it means that we're working with uh, the, the you know few uh Technique of the and the spirit of the watchmaker of the 18th century, but with the the material and the the technology of uh, nowadays. So it's really tradition, innovation, and design. This is the Bethune.
0: I asked Pierre if he was happy with the response to the Bethune at the Dubai Watch Week.
5: Very happy. The audience is amazing. You have the the right uh, crowd. Uh, crowd of uh, collector crowd of professional of uh, you know and uh, it's very very well organized
0: that was the Bethune, moving to the newly launched brand aramedis the brand was launched last week at dubai watch week by an old friend tom Morph. here's the ceo tom taking us through the brand and the mecca collection
6: so first of all how long does the brand exist the brand has just come alive now during this week and we don't even have the products here so it's hot off the press everything we do we worked of course in the background for three years because we have created a technology which is unique, which is patented and which hopefully will be a game changer in the industry Um, so far The brand has not been introduced anywhere else. So Dubai Watch Week, due to the fact that um, Siddiqui is our first client and uh, there's no better opportunity than to showcase the brand here, we have created a technology that um, merges mechanical watchmaking with high tech, with an advanced technology we have created a module that's called Aratech One. Aratech One is a module which is, has been created with the first application targeting at the world of Islam. So what do we show? Well, what do we have? What can we offer? Um, we have on our, our functions, we have an automatic movement with different uh, functions and on top of it, we show we have a Mecca indicator.
0: Mecca,
6: Mecca indicator. So was
0: this a disruptive, meaning that nobody has done something so exclusive? Wait. That is it.
6: Yes, wait. This is not the only one. It's okay. not the Mecca indicator only. It's the prayer time indicator. And ah, also we yes. show the Ramadan indicator. And there are three different models. Mecca indicator only. Mecca and prayer time, which I'm wearing. The, the, the one I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. And the one with three functions plus one with the tourbillon. Yes. Look, the magic of this is... It's a triangulation between North Pole, Mecca, and wherever you are. The dynamic behind this, you change positions, you might fly to Mumbai, and and still the watch will always tell you whether it's the northern hemisphere, the southern hemisphere, no matter longitude, latitude, wherever, it shows you accurately where Mecca is. And this is a very challenging task to do.
0: It was surely an innovation I have experienced for the first time. Kudos to Tom and the team at Aramedus. I do acknowledge that watches are accessories that need to be seen, touched and felt. I have touched them, worn them and heard the brand spokesperson speak passionately about their creation at the Dubai Watch Week. Should you wish to learn more about these pieces, you can follow me on at Anita Khatri my Instagram account to take a quick look at how intricate these pieces are. My social handle is also in the show notes. My four days, that is 96 hours, had flown by in a whiff moving from meetings with brands to attending forums and events. While it was taxing physically, I kept receiving booster shots on seeing old friends from the watch industry. This was a fantastic and memorable watch exhibition that I was fortunate to visit and thank you to the entire Ahmed Siddiqui family and the Siddiqui team who has put together such a comfortable, rich, easy and detailed experience for all the watch enthusiasts. And thank you listeners for coming on this journey with me to the Dubai Watch Week. I hope you enjoyed this special episode. I'll be back next week in time for the wedding season. Until then, I'm your host Anita Khatri. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already.